Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, hello, what's this? It's a 45-minute best of podcast. Hang on a minute. Aren't they normally 10 minutes and free? 45 minutes is just for patrons, isn't it? Well, yes, it is. But what we thought we'd do is give you a little taster in the hope that you might like what you hear and think of signing up. We've changed all the tiers, so it's a bit cheaper than you thought it was. Have a look at www.patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine and you'll see all the goodies we've got for a very, very modest price. Have a look and um, in the meantime, enjoy this. Good morning. How are you both? Who dis? Who dis? Hi, it's Joe, and I, and I feel I have to say it. I, I'm a long time listener, first time caller. Yes. <laughs> love it. We love to all hear the it. cliches. All love it. I cliches. like that. I want to. Can we abbreviate it to LTL FTC? Well, that's a lot to remember when you're nervous. LTL FTC. Boom. Then we're in. We're so thrilled to hear from you because Alan says I might have hyped that felt fact too much. <laughs> Maybe a smidgen. <laughs> We always love to, we love to hear from you, Joe, because we were talking earlier on about how we've got a very small pool of people willing to phone in at the moment for understandable reasons, and we want feel people they're, to they're feel pussies. more 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 able to do so. And I think maybe the paywall has taken the heat off a smidgen. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's a safe space. It's a safe space. Good. This is this is this is great. This is like slipping into a warm bath of loveliness. It's. <laughs> <laughs> He's not said what. No, off. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. No, been, been a fan of you both for a long time. Never plucked up the courage to call. But yeah, this is like uh, safe space, isn't it? Thank yeah. you. It is. Another. Oh, this is what I was. I had two more things to say. Let him get it out, Joe. Two before things, he forgets. Two things. Right, when I knew, right, when I knew talk radio was dead or was going to completely change politically, and I was going to be out at some point. Yeah. When they moved Bob Mills from the Sunday evening slot and replaced him with Giles Corrin, Giles Corrin and Mark Dolan, I thought. Ah, I'm not here much longer. And the second one was when um, Julia Hartley Brewer got some publicity for going into a, a safe space, a room that was built as taking, a safe space, a, I think a Labour conference, mm-hmm. and took the piss. Yeah. And there was no comeback. And I thought, ah, I'm doomed. When you realise that you're not the favourite child and the favourite child is a complete, you know you're in the wrong family. Yeah. That, that's the way we're going to put it. Hey, Joe, where are you going with that gun in your hand? How can we help you? 
Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, talk, talk radio was an interesting period. I sort of lost you a bit there. You, you didn't feel... You didn't feel in your element, shall we say. Never, never, <laughs> never did, never did. Because we were promised so much that was never delivered. We were promised a huge advertising campaign. They had one billboard just down the road. And so kind of like this, but on a slightly bigger scale, we had we had a, a small pool. The pool ranged wildly between twenty five and 60,000. At our best, we got 60,000, which sounds like a lot. But for a late night national radio show, it's terrible. And, you know, BBC London, that slot was getting 55,000, 60,000. And we were getting that for a national radio station. So we were, we, we, yeah. It never took off for us, never. No, no. I, I, part yeah. of me, part of me, and people go, no, 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 it wasn't. But part of me, a percentage of me thinks it was a waste of four years in terms of creativity and career progression. Now, there is evidence contrary to that. I got paid very well and we won awards and all of that stuff. But I do think, what a waste. What a waste. Yeah, whereas this feels a bit more like bit more like the old days. You just seem a bit more in, in your element. I mean, I'm really enjoying it. Are, are you enjoying it? Are you both feeling comfortable, happy? Is this a better space for you both? Yeah, mostly. Um, there's been a lot of talk about whether you would like to go back to radio, and I know you would. I don't ever want to produce a radio show ever again at this point in my life. But then again, I didn't want to produce you either. It's not. It's not my passion. It's not why I want. So uh, yeah, I'm. I'm cool with this at the moment. I've stopped trying to plan, Joe, and so I am enjoying this for what it is at the moment because I've had the rug pulled so many times that yeah. um, I have learned not to count on anything and just enjoy what what there is. So yeah, I'm. I'm really enjoying this for the most part. Sometimes it's challenging because we work on the internet. <laughs> But um, for the most part, yeah, I really do enjoy it. And I get to work with Ian. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great. You just got to kind of go with it. Uh, I'm coming up to see you in Luton. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about it, not because of the, the COVID, but every time I've seen Ian, he's dragged me up on stage. In front oh, of, no. Uh, yes, yes. Where, where, where uh, and when? Where and when? So you made me shuffle a loaf of bread for Pete Heat. Uh, a psychic contacted my dead hamster. Uh, and you made me do a dance routine with Jim the Dancer. Uh, oh, wow. So this would have day. been at the, um, the Set the Agenda, the variety shows, yeah, 10, yeah. 15 years ago, maybe. Well, I listen, I never, I never made you shuffle bread. You chose. You could have said at any point, <laughs> I ain't shuffling no bread, dough boy. <laughs> um, well, listen. The, the 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 vibe is not that there will be no one. We're gonna, we've got a symbol now. Uh, if I if we approach anybody and they don't want to be approached, it's either the chopping of the throat, you know, the slicing oh, yeah. of the throat, or it's the V's flicking the V's. We and that means either. we step back. <laughs> we step back. And I apologise if I made you uncomfortable in any of those situations. Oh, don't be silly. I've just got one of those faces that says, drag me up on stage. I you think know. you must look like, and I'm like going to say this, guy. Uh, say, <laughs> you probably look up for it. I and I flirting. mean yeah. in the nicest possible way. Probably flirting with you, man. And that's okay. That's, that's you know, that's That is cool. Job. That is cool. I mean, I mean, you're you're a, a gay hero, of course. So both, both of you are, because that that woman, she, she, she was a bigot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing. We came out of that show. High-fiving. Yeah. Going, wow, that was great. We did totally the right thing. That was amazing. And then then like a couple of days, I remember a couple of days later, I got a phone call. Wasn't it when we went to, to, to Fifty Shades of Grey with that old fella? No. Um, no, that was um, Blue Mink. Oh, I got God, a phone yeah. call outside Tottenham Court Road Station. I remember it from the boss saying, 
there's a little bit of it's all it's absolutely fine but there's a little bit of a thing about that call that about that um that argument a little bit of a thing and as soon as she said it i thought i'm out of there mm. i'm i'm now i often think i'm out of there but i thought i'm out of there this is going to grow and i said look I will do a I will do a very carefully scripted apology where I will apologize for my tone. I will not apologize for what I said, but I will apologize for my tone and I want it scripted. I want to I want to script it. Um, and uh, you can check it, but that's all I'm apologizing they for. They didn't seem to get that backing down completely would be um, would be letting so many people down. You and know, wrong, and wrong. Christian Concern, the, the, the group, far-right Christian group, they had a button on their website yeah. saying, the BBC have done it again. Uh, if you click this button, it will send a complaint directly to Tony Hall. And Tony oh, Hall bottled it. Tony Hall should have backed us up, and he didn't. He bottled it. They also saw I had six Ofcom complaints, and what they didn't realise is an Ofcom complaint means nothing. It only means something if they get upheld. And I have never, me and Catherine together, and I have never had an Ofcom complaint upheld. I've had loads of complaints because people don't like me, but, yeah, but I've and never also had one upheld. The conversations you have and the way that you talk to people on phone-ins is not heard anywhere else. So there are plenty of people, well, it doesn't take plenty of people, it takes a couple of people to go, you can't do that. And they complain. I could, I could phone up or email Ofcom now and complain about Jeremy Vine. He's got one Ofcom complaint. Doesn't mean anything because no. they would reject it, and those six were rejected. Tony Hall, Tony Hall stitched me up basically, and I just I was given the option. But isn't it interesting in hindsight, right? What we know recently about Tony Hall and trash. is that he picks and chooses the fights that he goes in yeah, for. The whole and, um, and we didn't matter. We were the BBC thing. local radio. We were an annoyance. So just get rid. Well, also we've been under the radar. Then suddenly they listened to this show and went, "Holy shit, we can't have that." But Tony Hall, I was presented with the option of staying on. But having Catherine and my entire production team removed and they would bring in people from outside and I was told it will, it will be so unpleasant for you, you will quit or we'll pay off your contract and you leave now and you sign this NDA and you can never talk about it and all of that stuff. And I went, Jesus, I'll take the money. The, the, the truth is they didn't know this. I had talk radio already in the yeah. bag. Um, but it was awful. I had a nervous breakdown after it. It was awful. It was awful. I found my diary, Joe. All for you lot. Where was? Hey, hey, gays. Where was? <laughs> where was? Like, no, I'm joking. They I'm were joking. there. They were there. They, they were. I got a lot of support, and it was incredible. It was. It was. Um, I found my diary the other day from the time around that and after you'd left as well, because I thought I am writing all of this down because this is not right, and some of the stuff in that diary. My word, uh, that is that is my that I thought of that as my insurance policy when I had nothing because I was BBC staff. There was no one sticking up for me. I joined the union um, that I'd never had felt the need to join before because I realised that you know if you stand out, you're on your own. You're very much on your own, and I was so disposable to that organisation despite the fact I'd worked there for 15 years. Mm. So yeah, horrible time that was. Horrible, but not sorry. Not sorry about what happened. Also. I mean, the, the, I mean, I, I did have a breakdown and it was horrendous and I felt so betrayed. But what a way to go out, knowing that we'd done, knowing that we'd done the, exactly the right thing. Yeah. And the support was, I was joking, but the support was incredible from gay and straight and everything in between. It was, it was magic. That pylon, they were going into churches and saying, could you just, um, could you just sign this petition yeah. online? Yeah. That's what they were doing. <laughs> Most of the people that went and piled in on that had no idea what they were signing, but they just thought and they were being told 
told that Christianity was under threat. And for those who don't know, it was the story was about a um, and I, people tried to turn it into an anti-Christian thing. No. It wasn't. I did. I said one thing in that interview that I regret. I said um, uh, something like because I read the transcript and as soon as I said it, I knew it was wrong. I said, oh, all you Christians are the same. You all hate gays. And I said it and then straight away I went. That was too far. I take that back immediately I'm, and I, I retracted it. It was a terrible thing to say. And that was the only thing I, I, I got wrong in that. Um, but it was a story about an extreme right-wing guard, Christian gardener who was working in, a, in a, an offenders unit for sex offenders. And he was going and he wasn't allowed to preach. You're not allowed to preach like that. But he was preaching to gay Men, he'd gay got, young men. He'd set up a little Bible group. Yeah, and saying that gay young it was sin and all that crap. And and it, and then they got Christian concern. If you ever see Christian concern on on something, they're a really small group, but they're 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 horrible. They were yeah, they're hor- anyway. Ah! I mean, you think of all, all the things that you've done in your career, all the things you could have been pulled up on <laughs> to to lose your job. For well, as, as the Scott Balcony said, um, <laughs> mate, of all the things they could have sacked you for, they weren't for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, I'd forgotten, do you know, I'd forgotten about that. I, I often say there's only three things in the last 25 years of my career I'm proud, for, uh, proud of. There's four. That's four. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, absolutely. Quite right, too. Quite right, too. But hey, you're free. You're free. Free, you're, uh, free to yeah. not be able to pay my bills. How We're all free. <laughs> We've had Freedom Day. How is life treating you, Joe? And uh, how, is, how are you doing at uh, uh, this precise moment at quarter to 12 on the yeah. 22nd of July? I mean, how did you come back from shuffling bread? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, it's just all a bit, all a bit mad, isn't it? We went to see a cabaret show last night, me and my husband, and uh, it's at the back of a big kind of club down in Clapham. And uh, the cabaret show was sat down, was all spaced out, all sort of super comfy. To get out at the end of the night, you had to walk back through hundreds of people <laughs> all partying away. And part of me's like, yeah, you know got to crack on at some point and another part of me is terrified it's it's really weird it's really strange for me it's because we don't know what the vaccine is is going to do in terms of you know fighting stuff off we don't know and we do know that the small number of people have become ill after being double jabbed i don't know enough about long covid to to know about that you know we don't know and also we have been conditioned the last 18 months to, to to be on our own and that's great that was the right thing to do but so being with people is weird but for me it's it's i don't know what the and, disease can do now and we cannot trust the people in charge that's well, the main experiment. that's the main thing isn't it if, if you felt like i don't know if we had a jacinda arden who'd given us hard and fast rules mm. it would be something but what we've seen in recent months and what we've seen over the last 18 months is that they're just having a go. They have no idea. And that's the thing, right? It's it's Is this all a symptom of 18 months of mental scarring being mm. told we're all going to die? Yeah. And, and actually, we just need to get back out there and you, you'll be fine again. Or, or is it still super, super scary? And, and I sort of, you know, veer between the two, right? It's, it's difficult yeah. to know where to pitch yourself. I just feel like this government is more interested in the money at this point and... Um... And, that, and, that, and that's my fear, is that we're being asked to make compromises that before we were being told we absolutely should not make. We're an experiment. You know, we're an experiment. And uh, that sucks. Mm. We are. Yeah. You know, we don't know the impact on our kids. I also think that the human race, the majority of the human race, has, has got PTSD. Yeah. And, you know, I think people need to address that. Here's something. So I've been concerned about nine to 16 year olds because I know nine to 16 year olds. We went, me and my boys went to the goat center yesterday 
and there was a toddler kept coming up to our table and the parents were going, I'm really sorry. I said, that's fine, man. And he just kept coming up and staring at us. Oh, God, I know why. Yeah, and the dad said, I'm really sorry about that, but he's, he's not been out. He's not seen other people and he's not seen kids. And we, there was, there were a couple of nights. He's not seen kids. I said, oh, man, that's... And we chatted about it a bit. I said, he can come and stare at us as much as he wants. He's beautiful and he's lovely and it's fine. Hadn't seen kids. Oh, that's heartbreaking. And I've forgotten about... Those guys. But also, that's 18 is, months. He was born probably within it. That is such an important part of a kid's development. Yeah. That that growth from babyhood to toddler, to be able to check people's faces, to be able to start to read people's expressions. And yeah. God, they've not had that. This is going to go on for decades. For decades. I'll tell you something that I found. We, we had my um, eldest leaving, kind of, they had a sort of a leaving ceremony from school because she goes to a middle school and then she's going to upper school. And um, her teachers said not only because of the adversity they've gone through this year, they're kind of their favourite year group because they've all been sort of bonded together through this adversity. But also apparently academically this year have done better than any previous year. Mm. And they wonder whether it's because they were not like messing about in class. You know, they're all sitting there and having to crack on with work. And there was an obviously measurable amount of work that they were doing. But, okay, so academically, they had nothing else. They had no other distractions. But socially, mm. these poor kids. Yeah. It's oh, it's right. gonna, it's, I, I, I predict it's going to mess up sex when they get older. It's going to mess up intimacy. It's going to mess up relationships. It's going to it's, it's gonna be huge. Man. I already found it really difficult. I mean, both of my kids have got phones now, mostly because, you know, me and their dad split up and I wanted to make sure that the kids had a line of communication with their father that wasn't dependent on me. Not that it's, you know, um, fractious or anything between us, but I want them not to feel like they've got to ask me. Um, but I already find it really difficult to um, make sure that they're present when we're all together in a room, you know, mm. because they'll be on their phones or they'll be on a computer and stuff. And, and then that was probably already difficult beforehand. Mm. But now, you know, you can't train a kid to spend however many hours a day in front of a, a screen and then tell them that they need to stop that. L or Elias, I don't know if pronounce says, my nephew is coming up to seven months old and has never seen another baby. Oh, my. Isn't it? It's wow. Big, man. It's big. It's big stuff. We got it. We, it, it so <laughs> you saw plenty of other babies last night, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bless them. Did you bless enjoy them. the show? Or did it yeah, feel it weird? Good. Did it feel weird? Yeah. I was going to say, or, I mean, it probably is, and did it feel weird? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I, I mean, it, it's, I think, I think like a lot of people just sort of picking and choosing um, where you go and, uh, you know, the environments that you're comfortable in. It's also my sister's wedding next week. So oh. the thought of getting ill in the next week is uh, fairly terrifying. <laughs> so, when we saw Liam Bailey, for me, the thing that was, that was live drums, it was seeing a drummer. But also we're going to go to a theatre on Friday night. A really small, not small, but it's very cramped theatre, small seats, Theatre Royal we're, Windsor. We're seeing Ian McKellen playing the juvenile, usually juvenile role of Hamlet, which and is going to be interesting. The, the theatre sent the um, kind of safety measures and they want us they want us to wear a mask. There's no, we're sitting next to people and they would like us to wear a mask throughout the whole time, which I'm cool with. Yeah. It will be tricky and it'll be hot, but I'm cool with. But I just thought, and I know that theatre, my, my legs don't fit into the space because it's a really old theatre. And I thought... Shit, there's going to be, let's say, I don't know, 500 people in quite a small room. It, I got, I got, I'm, I'm anxious about it. Do you want to go for Nando's instead? <laughs> I, kind of, <laughs> I kind of do. Listen, if when we get there you feel uncomfortable, yeah, 
or I feel uncomfortable. Well, or the players shit. Which I think it might be because a couple of people be. have walked out. Burkoff and someone else have walked out. So didn't didn't somebody make um, Syrian cry? Wasn't that the story? He said the story, but then he said, "But it, we're doing Hamlet. People always cry in rehearsals." But then someone else, oh, right. one of the um, female actors, said, "No one's crying. That's bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> and also the Burkoff thing. They su- they're suggesting that he just was booked, you know, straight away afterwards, and obviously they had to put things off. I don't believe that. There's, I think there's also um, a suggestion of inappropriate behaviour. And I don't think oh, it's no. sexual. I think it's, it's temper. Tone, yeah. It's temper. And I don't buy the double book thing. Don't buy that at all. Because the, 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 um, the company have said that. Somebody else has said something different. Right. So, okay. you, know, it was, it's, you know, it's like when you leave a radio station. It's but a mutual decision. Yeah, right. Either that or they're trying to encourage people to go so they can watch um, what might be an absolute uh, bun fight. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're trying to whip up a little bit of uh, controversy about it. There's nothing wrong with that after the year that um, theatre has had. Mm. Yeah, I saw Burkhoff in a play once. Um, I think he played the devil and it was written, produced and starring Stephen Burkhoff. Was it It a one-man show? Because he used to do a lot of one-man shows, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Saw I, I saw him on, in Metamorphosis. Didn't they do it for TV? And he terrified me. He's incredible. He's, yeah, and it, the reason he does those Hollywood movies like Purple Rain and all of that stuff, he hates them, thinks they're crap. Money. He does it so he's got the money so he can do his one-man shows. Yeah, and he goes, he yeah. go to Edinburgh every year and do all of that. There's an intensity about that man that is uh, terrifying. Oh yes. Oh, By the way, yes. Dave says book a table for Nando's at halftime. You can't book tables at Nando's. You got 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 to go. Can't book it. Um, all right, Joe. Nice one, man. Thank you. Yeah, really good to chat. Really good to chat. Well, I'm a twenty pounder now because I, I was uh, a six sixty sixer, but uh, I watched the the you. little um, Zoom meeting and got very jealous, which I know is what you wanted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh... I fell for it. We got another H-L-M-S. one. H L and S. Yeah, exactly. So Thank uh, you, yeah, I'll see you both soon. This has see, been great. See Thanks, you Joe. Thank you, Joe. There we go. <laughs> Pete says the majority of Burkhoff's performance in Doctor Who had to be left on the cutting room floor, and the episode rendered nonsensical because he refused to play the ball and was a C. I know why I can hear our breaths. I've got headphones on, oh. so I'm hearing it more. Uh, Gapford says, as a Christian, I could not be more proud of you two for calling out the hate the bloke was spewing. Yeah, there was that one line that I said that I apologised for immediately, and the, the BBC were really trying to come down on that line. And I said, well, if you read the next part of the transcript, I apologise. And that was out of order. Because in that episode, the, the fundamental thing that happened was that Ofcom found in our favour... But the BBC decided that we were contravening their guidelines. And you can't argue with that. They claim that their standards are higher than the, the Ofcom. It's not. They're political. Um, yeah. and, and at that point, they were, they were pandering to the, the Conservatives. And I shouldn't have shouted. I shouted. And that was weakness and was wrong. I was just so angry about it. But, but I shouldn't have shouted. And I think if I hadn't have shouted, I probably would still have gone if I'm completely honest, I probably would still have got booted out by the BBC. Yeah. So what were we supposed to do? Let them, let them spout it and be very polite about it? Um, no, we could still have argued it, but not without shouting. They were assholes. Who cares? Christian concern. Terrible, terrible, terrible organisation. Go and Google them. And awful. They're the kind, they are, they're not the kind of, they are the people. Some of the people that, that um, protest outside abortion clinics. Fun guys, really fun guys. Hey, there's some vulnerable uh, women who've made a really hard, powerful, painful, uncomfortable decision that they will probably um, have negative feelings about for maybe the rest of their lives. Or may not, but it's none of your business. Let's go, let's go, and, um, let's go and shout at them. 
you're right, possibly will have negative feelings for, for the rest of their lives. Let's go and shout at them. Let's go and hold up some pictures and make them feel really uncomfortable. They're those, they're those people. They are also the people that um, uh, complained when uh, people clamped down, it was being clamped down on gay conversion therapy, mm. which I think is now illegal in this country. I think they've made it illegal. So I think they've made it illegal. Yeah. I'm sure you can find it if you really want it, and some of them really want it. At least you didn't do anything properly in breach of standards, like taking the knee. Huh. That taking the knee thing was uncomfortable on GBB's. Um, I, I didn't watch it like most of the I saw, I, I've seen the clip, and um, it was... But a lot of what goes on on that channel is very uncomfortable and unnatural. It was really weird. It was really, really weird. I mean, his argument was great. His argument was, well, the football... The reaction to the football players shows us why taking the knee is important and why it should be done at football. And you know what? I wasn't totally sure about them doing it at football. I thought it's kind of a politics, not politics. That's not, let me take that back. That's someone else's words. I just thought, I didn't know if it was appropriate at football. I didn't, I thought it was, it sat out of place in what was going on there. But now it's like, oh man, we need it in football. <laughs> I'm complete for it. But the thing on GBBs, so he was arguing that this is, shows why we need it at football. And, he, and then it was a real... So, in fact, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to invite everybody. And he did. And I just thought... Oh, no. It felt performative. It felt strange. I'd love to hear your opinion, dear listener, on it. Because maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. It felt patronising. Mm. That's the word I think I'm, I'm grasping for. It felt patronising. And... Um, a, a stunt. It felt like mask ripping. Yeah. Felt, and I, I believe he complete, obviously misjudged the tone of the station and the backup that he was expecting to get. And it felt like mask ripping to me. And maybe you disagree. I don't know. I don't know. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
0203286-6370 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. A lot of love for us doing um, the radio show. Yeah. A lot of love for us doing this. Once a week feels a lot. Like to leave things to the imagination, I imagine. I imagine. Um, I think this is perfect in this weather. Go and sit in the garden. The bell's broken. Yeah, but I've, I can hook it on. It's, it's, look, it's got two little... Buy bells. a new bell. No. Okay. The bell, the bell makers of Great Britain need you to buy a new bell. It's just come, it, just, it just sits on. I so here was my revelation on. at the men's retreat, right? When uh, we'd done the Wim Hof and the chant... I got it while I was chanting with the Krishnas for an hour and a half, right? Here's my revelation of what my why is. It's to help people. That's it. It's to help people. And since then, I've had loads of kind of higher power, higher power, coincidences, whatever you want to call the moments where, you know, I was, I was listening to a, I was in, in a meeting the other day and the guy was sharing, you know, I've, I've lost my job because of drinking and I'm back after a relapse and all of that. But as long as I'm helping people, my life is fulfilled. And I thought, whoa, that ties in with what happened t- t- two days ago. And oh, my God. So here is my why. It's helping people. That's why the decision with Dorothy the other day was no decision. It was like, okay, well, this is what coincidence. The money she's lost is pretty much the money we've got on our screen. Well, there we go. The the great news is Dorothy got her money back from action fraud. So we got the glory and we got our money back. She doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. By the way, if you come into the Luton show and you want a and b send us an email. I'll send you Dorothy's details. Um, So it's to help people. Don't quite know what that means yet, but. And I can't quite let go of the financial insecurity and the career insecurity. Can't quite let go of that yet, but I'm working on it. And so today at three o'clock, I'm off to, there's like a kind of spiritual meditation center near where I live. And I want to learn how to do guided meditations. I want to do a stream once a week. We just do a guided meditation. Maybe we have a dono bar and any money that comes in, we give to a charity, we give to a different charity each week. I don't know about that. That might be a little, I don't know about that. Actually, I do know about that. That's what we're going to do. It's a great idea. And I could probably do guided meditations, but I want to learn how to do it properly. I think that would be, that would be nice. It's half an hour a week. We just do a little, right, okay, we're going to, let's just do this. Turn off the chat. And I have a donor bar and it may, one way it's the Samaritans, although I like the idea of it being smaller, independent charities. Where you make a real difference. Yeah, yeah. I think that's beautiful. I think that um, looking outward is always helpful. Mm. Of course it is. That's, that's what, you know. Here we go. Hello, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I just, Part of this good, comes good. from you. You have had... A really positive impact on my life. But Paul and I kind of, we ended up swapping numbers and we kind of WhatsApp each other from time to time. And Paul is always very supportive. And I tried to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you have had positive impact on my life. I'm going to speak on Catherine's behalf, on her life. Ruin mine. Yeah. And loads of the <laughs> listeners as well. So thank you. Thank you. Look at him laughing. Listen to him. He's, in, he's crazy. Crazy dude. Come on, man. Is he laughing or crying? Maybe he's in tears. Who knows? Maybe oh, he's a bit of both. Say his, bit of both. His, listen, his, listen. The wife you, has left you, him. You both, you both have had such an enormously positive impact on so many people. So, you know, I'm, I'm, paying, I'm paying back what's come to me. That's all I can say about that. I, I did want to challenge Is you. Is there an ice cream van in the background? No, that's my wife practicing piano. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like she's um, doing the... Who made 
makes those? Who makes the ice cream van? But who makes those 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 ringers? And why do they play it like weird music? Why is it not like? Surely technology now they can plug their iPod in. They can, and, um, they can play little Nas. They can play little Nas or my Queen Dua. Call me in the morning, I bet you then. 99, please. <laughs> right. To get to my point, before oh, I forget what point. it was. Okay. Well, there was a the point. First. Okay. A specific point. Um, uh, um, I'm delighted to hear that um, you have uh, found your purpose, and it sounds wonderful, and it. it makes complete sense to me based on my experience of you there was one thing in what you said that i wish to challenge you with if i may you certainly may and that is you used the word can't i can't uh get over my um uh your your links to financial security etc etc i simply wish to challenge you to say i am not ready to because you can and by saying you cannot you may you push it you push the possibility slightly further away it is always within your sphere of control to make the choice at any moment so to say you cannot disables you don't think we use that word anymore can i i'm joking okay i come back with i am currently unable to yeah not ready also not true I am not ready to. I'm not ready to. <laughs> not ready to. And that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But you can in this moment and every other moment that you exist for. You always can. We always can. I take on board what you're saying. I still sit with i'm currently unable to but i hear you and you are quite possibly right (laughs) but at the moment i'm i'm sitting with i because (laughs) i can't let go of the i'm currently unable to or i'm currently unable to let go of the i'm currently unable to Uh, Hmm? yeah come on Come on, Paul. Is this finally going to be the time we crack, Paul? <laughs> no, no. You, you. Uh, I understand why you are you are exploring this avenue of, of friction. Um, it, it's it's based in a simple emotional resistance to the possibility that exists. Oh, I hear what you're saying around that. I I I, I get that. Yeah. In in my current state of mind, mm. I am currently unable. In in my perception of it. To okay. let go of the I am currently unable to let go of. <laughs> and it's like that thing, nothing changes unless something changes, yeah. right? Yeah. It sounds like nonsense, but actually, and what I'm saying. Bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. What I'm saying makes perfect sense to me at this precise moment in my life where I am mentally and spiritually and physically. Yes. Okay. I, I put this to you a slightly different way. Um, I may have sent you something that I would have I would have probably called the hand of God. I think it's four or five different things. Catholic uh, what, new bells, by I'm the buying way. a new bell because yeah. me saying I'm well, not buying one. I am currently resisting buying one, but I will buy one. No, no. 
You are. Cur- you I are, was not ready to buy a new you bell. You are always able to buy a new bell. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm looking if I, to find the biggest bell I can. Oh, well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Look to your right. <laughs> Paul, continue, please. Um, yes, the practice of unlimited imagination that should be with us all at all times because it frees us up to stop saying things like I don't know when it comes to our um, discussion of anything emotional surrounding us um, which prevents us from saying I cannot again when we are talking about our own the stuff that is always under our control circumstance life you know um the, the horrible stuff that happens to us. No, I put that in quotes, horrible stuff. The stuff that um, can be interpreted as being negative at any one moment. It um, it inspires us to make decisions and there and, and as such we, we build walls, we build barriers that then dictate our future and our future path. It's all entirely understandable and logical from a particular viewpoint, but is to ignore the fact, simple fact, that everything is possible at every single moment of our existence and the more you tune your language into that that path of possibility the the, the more, more possibility exists yeah. exactly exactly Shut up. um <laughs> 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 By the way, can I just say, we've had more chat in the last, how long you been on? Six minutes, 55 seconds than we've had all morning. Because okay, Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yes, I, I'm back with you. Okay. Excuse-moi. That's my favourite clip. That is my favourite, favourite clip. But you're also partial to Black Bra. Uh, um. I uh, I agree with you. Mm. But? Well, but there is a stubbornness that, mm, I, that I am, I guess, okay, let me do it in your language. I agree with you, but there is a stubbornness that I am choosing to not overcome at this precise moment in time. Okay. You, you didn't need to go past the butt because the butt is the, it's the pin in the balloon. Oh yeah, butts. Okay, you're right. Because anything before the butt is, uh, uh, yeah. Well, there is. Well, no, I do. I am. There is a stubbornness. There, okay, forget that. I agree with you. There is a stubbornness that I am choosing to not overcome at the moment. Yeah, okay. and and I said that's that's fine. Um, but does not make anything that I've said untrue. Oh, I would never call you a liar. Um, John, we got some chat. Jonathan says in 1958, Dominic Facino founded the Mr. Whippy Ice Cream Company in Birmingham. <laughs> Facino was a big fan of Henry VIII, so he mm. chose green sleeves. How can you can be, be a, a fan, fan of, of Henry, Henry VIII? VIII? <laughs> got posters of him up on your wall. Listen to bootleg recordings of green sleeves. He murdered. He murdered people. <laughs> um, there was another comment. There's lo- loads of people. So go and read the chat because there's loads of people saying Paul is right. You've got a calming voice. Um, you should do a podcast and all of that stuff. We think about Henry VIII, right, and the legend surrounding him. We were kind of brought up to think that he was some kind of lovable rogue. Actually, drumsticks. what an arsehole. Drumsticks. Chicken drumsticks. History is a lie. 
in this it's country. It's written by the winners, that's history why. Is, it's written by, yeah, history is a lie in this country, and I'm starting to see that. Well, I've been seeing it for a while. Beastie Boy says, looking to replace traditional ice cream van tunes with modern technology. That's a sign of the chimes. Okay. Hey! Oh, I can't. I can't. My, my belt up work. <laughs> <laughs> Andy says, Henry VIII, he was a player, isn't it? <laughs> and a killer. And a bastard and an asshole who, um, because he couldn't get divorced, created his own religion. C of E, welcome to it, guys. It's meaningless, you know. Anyway. They're doing nice volivants. Paul. You you reminded me about the the taking the knee thing as you were discussing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again something to perhaps challenge yourselves with um hereafter um two words why not Mm. also i in the concert in the context of the gbb's appearance Uh, specifically yes but i mean i think this can apply in general yeah when challenging racism why not yeah also i don't feel like it's my place to tell people of colour how they should demonstrate oh and, and, and I'm not you know I did I, I, I didn't I wasn't anti at the football I questioned it but then this is part of developing as a human being it has now been shown to me why yeah you know yeah. and 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 you know I, I wasn't strongly against it I wasn't strongly for it I just wasn't sure if it was right okay I'm a white yeah. middle-class guy that's okay but I through experience I have now made my current decision mm-hmm. and yeah. i'm saying that because it may change again it probably won't but i'm you know i'm I, if there's more evidence is presented i will listen to it and i you know but the evidence of what happened after oh and by the way <laughs> we <laughs> took the boys bowling and they all went so it's obviously a thing they've obviously they've got a lot of love for the guy but they said, right, I'm going to do a Rashford shot. And so they'd run up do and then do a little dance and a little wiggle and then take the shot. So it's become a meme. Uh, but they, and they're not doing it you know, out of meanness or racism. They're doing it because... He's a hero. Because he's a legend. And yeah. they've all got a lot of love for it. I'm going to do a Rashford shot. Um, uh, I, 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 so, so, no, the evidence is presented to me. It's completely right to do it with the football. And I'm a little embarrassed that it, it took that much to, for me to get it. Um, the, the GBB sing... Um, actually, yeah, it's brought um, taking the knee to a wider audience. It has enraged a lot of people. A lot of people have gone, okay, that's great. Uh, there's just something about it that particular. And you're right, we should always, you know, bring racism into into the light and shine the light on it. But there was something about that performance, and I use the word yeah. performance deliberately. The by that music's incredible in the background. That there's something about that performance. I end the sentence there. Well. He still, he was still at that point until the decision was made for him, taking money from an organisation which is not doing great, st- great strides. Mm. In the course, we, right? we worked at Talk Radio. Um, yeah, we, I naively we... thought we could change from within. Mm. I naively thought that. Uh, to pick on your your choice of word, performance, um, I, I would come back with: uh, we are all performing for each other, for ourselves, most of the time. Yeah. So uh, within that context, again, I come back to the, the, the two word challenge. Why not? OK. And I've just realised I'm arguing with a black guy about someone taking the <laughs> knee. I just, it's finally just clicked because I'm dumb. No, no, no. So but, but I'm, I'm going to listen to your, what you're saying about it and take that on board. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I'm arguing with the black guy about taking the knee. Dear God. The privilege, man. Why, can we send this to talk radio? I'll be back on there. Shut up, Ian, and listen. Done. I. 
Did you? I, oh, go on, yeah, then, go on. I'm listening. No, no, I, Doesn't mean you have to say anything else if you don't want, but I'm listening because that's what I should be doing. Okay. It, it wasn't to um, to challenge what you did at the time, why I offered these two words. It's 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 just to add to your your own kind of experience going forward, if you understand me. I do understand you. Because the fact that you felt that uncomfortableness, that speaks of something else in your own experience. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you can identify that, then great. If you can't, simply challenge that. Be aware of it as you were. Be aware of it and challenge it with those two words. Why not? Why not? Okay. Thank you. Did she just finish then? Because that no, 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 oh, she was it sounded like the perfect She's ending. Then, thank you. It's incredible to hear her, how this piece has developed over time. She's, she's, she's amazing. She is amazing. Why are you talking to these two idiots when you could be just <laughs> sat in the back going, oh, my God. Oh my but God. I listen to this all the time. All the time. Can I, I dreamt about this piece last night. Can I ask you night? a question? And this Please. Is not, and I, I just want to put a big full stop on the conversation we've just had about your wife because I don't. this is not in any way about that. This is about you as yeah. a musician. Okay. Is it true there's a chord that makes you come? Yeah, my God. <laughs> is that true um, have you found it what is it not not in my experience but i've had some some moments that i can only exp, exp, um, express or um as being moments of pure bliss whilst on stage performing um i've been moved to tears on stage uh, by the music that i've been performing um and like i say just ecstasy mm. And and that's what keeps me sat in that chair doing what I do. It d doesn't happen very often, but it's it's. I mean, I've got goosebumps just just talking about it. But now. no, as the French would say, le petit mot. No, 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 okay. not so far. Or as um, my daughter's classmates would refer to it as the boner zone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there you are. <laughs> and yeah. that presentation at the school the other day, I was thinking, the teachers are never going to realise what the most important creation of that class has been this year. <laughs> its own meme, the bonus. Oh my goodness! And also, to be the most offensive they could, they yeah. drew a swastika and wrote the word "come" on it because yeah. that's the, like the rudest, nastiest, meanest thing you can do. Yeah. When actually, one is a symbol of hatred, one is a symbol of love. So, mm. you know, who knows? Of course, we know the swastika is a Hindi symbol and uh, it was inverted by the Nazis because they thought it looked cool. I don't know if it's because they thought it looked cool, but it's a Hindi symbol. When I went to Japan um, in the, the shrines, the, a lot of the stuff you could buy had reverse swastikas. And I was like, oh mm. my God, because I didn't know the history of it at the time. I yeah. someone to explain what it was. It's a shock to see it. Just, you know, on T-shirts and bags. There was, I remember it was all, a lot of the paper bags had the reverse swastika. And I went, what the hell is this? Um, but uh, obviously the history of it has been sullied by the Nazis. Yeah, they did spoil a lot of stuff. Tony Morrison, did you see that clip I put on, um, I retweeted on Twitter from Tony Morrison, Paul, talking about how um, racism has become people's personalities. Now, she's no longer with us, but she obviously knew then. Mm. Um, I probably had hopes that it wouldn't get to this point that we're at now, but yeah, this idea that... Um, that people need to strip away uh, 
how they would feel if they were not concentrating all their efforts and passion and anger on being racist. Yeah, yeah. What's left? And she says, are you, yeah. are you any good? Are you still strong? Do you still like yourself? Do you yeah. need that thing to kick against to make you feel more powerful? But that's what this is all about. Yeah. But um, uh, hopefully we are we are approaching a period of uh, awakening. But, um, you know, I, I remember actually this week you were talking about um, uh, your belief previously that racism in this country had gone. I, I was never under such uh, no. any illusions. Um, yeah, it's just been hiding. Well, this is what I th yeah, and this is the conclusion that I came to, and I think I said it. There was that I thought it. I thought we were okay. I thought we were good, um, but 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 the, the, you know that it, it, it has just been quite. It has been under you know behind closed doors. But you would always get people phoning in saying, "Well, I'm not allowed to say what I really want to say, so I just." Yeah. And we'd always go, "Say it, say it," I, yeah. and, and talk about prejudice. I remember on Three Counties um, saying on air, "This is a bold thing to say on a radio station," saying. I don't agree with, you know, gay couples having kids, but I'm aware that this is a prejudice and it comes from nothing. Uh, and I'm now aware it probably it, somehow it comes from my upbringing. I said, I, I know this is a prejudice and there is no logical thing behind it. There is no, I have no intellectual reason for it. It's a prejudice. And um, I worked through it on air now now i'm completely cool with it as one as i believe one should be but i worked through it on air you're someone who'd been abused by older gay men that's true that's, that's that'll true. do it well gay men, yeah but and also heterosexual men i don't know who yeah. knows, but um so that that probably is where it comes from actually that's a really good really good point but saying it on air imagine a radio presenter saying on air i have this prejudice but i know i know it's it's wrong but i still have it in my soul how, how do we how do i get around this and um, we did get around it. I had um, the text the other day. My youngest wants to join the Cubs. Oh, I'm going to cry. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Gosh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I had to go, okay. And it will be okay. I'm really scared. I know, I know. <laughs> I just had to go, okay. And it will be okay because it's like tiny, tiny minority, and and you know. And the checks my, and balances are so much better these days. One of, yeah, one of his daughters who was there was working until <clears throat> until about five years ago, in it. Okay, you know. Well, and the other thing is as well that that you have a much more open relationship with your son and a much more a much better yeah. line of communication with your son. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't stop it. Doesn't stop it happening, and doesn't stop them. You know, and it's gonna because it'll be fine, right? But. Um, oh, no but, God. no but, no but, Ian, I come back to what we was where, what prompted me to call. You can only do your best. I'm scared. I'm okay. scared, and it's bringing up a lot of stuff that you know okay. that you know it's bringing up stuff that happened, and yeah. um, I'm scared. Um. So I said, okay, I said, okay, when that text came through and I spoke to him and he's, he's keen to do it. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. And maybe it'll be helpful for me as well. Of course it will. Yeah. The path uh, for learning is, is always present and is always offering you opportunities to grow yeah. and develop. Yeah. 
And what makes both you and Catherine so wonderfully special is your your candor, you know, in this environment of, you know, uh, Ian and Catherine TLNA performance. Yes. You are still you are still real. And, you know, I, I, the, the moments which I mean, I, I think one happened the other day and you suddenly you were just having this conversation with each other about, you know, the way you communicate. And, and it was so just real and and i just fell in love with you both again and i put loads of hearts in the chat and and it's just it's 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 a privilege to to watch you two interact thank you man it's always always a pleasure to talk to you and it's always here's um the thing it's always uncomfortable to be challenged but that uncomfortableness is what we need what yes. I need, and I think what society needs, yes. to um, to develop and to yeah. grow. If you're too comfortable, you never change. Yeah, I like yeah. I like the challenge, and I invite you to continue challenging us whenever you I see shall, appropriate. I shall do my best to 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 be um, uh, that. Arkela, <laughs> we will do our best. There we go. Yes. All right, Paul. Nice Wonderful. to talk to you, man. Lots of love. Take care. Tati bye. Toodaloo. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.